Yo, what's up, everybody? Billy, no dance today? What's what up? happened? No dance? No what? what? No dance with the intro song? Not today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I normally do. I normally like the music gets me hyped. <laughs> sorry about that. I'll, we, I'll, I'll be more prepared next time. We should have like a hype man. You know how like comedians and when you go see a show, they have like an opener act to hype the crowd up? We should get something like that. I love that. We could like change it up all the time too. Exactly. I love that. I would love that. We have so many good hype men in skating. Yo, okay. F- future episode idea for 2023. We're going to have a hype man or hype woman, whichever. A hype person. A hype person. Oh, I, 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 pers- I still have your thing hype. for, I still have your thing for homie build challenge up here. <laughs> Are we getting started in three days? You ready to go? We about to get it popping. I'm I'm almost finished up with writing up the the program right now. So Ooh. yeah, how, how many people you have following you now? Like like over over three hundred. It's crazy. Oh nice. So you guys. That's a lot. Be, That's a grind for next year. Yeah, we we coming in strong in the yo. We're coming in strong in the new year. Blading's gonna pop off in 2023 because of the homie build challenge. Like, we're all gonna get strong and then we're gonna be fit. Shout it out real quick for people who don't who don't know what homie build challenge is for from the last episode. <laughs> Yeah, Homie Build Challenge is um, like in 2021, I did like a little workout program to start out the new year, like uh, just doing like um, there was like a lot of challenges during the Corona times, like COVID-19 times and because people were like stuck in their house. So uh, I was like, yeah, I'll I'll, like just do like a workout challenge and um, and wanted to start off the new year because I think a lot of people with COVID like they at first, like they were maybe drinking a lot and eating a lot. And then they were like, okay, we're still stuck inside. So they were trying to find healthy things to do. So uh, 2021, we did like a, a month long workout program with like uh, just, you know, mainly push ups, sit ups, core workouts. And and then after that, like people were hitting me up in February, like, hey, do you have anything for February? And then I like wrote up programs for other people to do for February. And then people like kept doing it. There are people still doing it like two years later. And people like uh, in 2022 were saying, hey, do you want to like do like a, a new challenge to start off the year? And I wasn't like in the headspace to do it at that time. I was like really busy with like just kind of launching Mesmer and like getting everything going there and learning a whole lot with starting Mesmer. And this year, I, like things are a little bit slower. So people asked and then I said, oh, yeah, you know what? Today I do got time. Today <laughs> I got time. <laughs> but so, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to do like a one to three month program. Um, yeah, I'm not a trainer or anything like that. I'm just like trying to like uh, do some basic stuff and have people who want to be a part of it, be part of it. So if you want to, you can follow me uh, at homie bill challenge on Instagram. Instagram. Yep. Get Get started on the first, on the first we're getting started. So don't be intimidated. It's not going to be like crazy. um, Rip your arm off kind of workout, but we're going to get there. We're going to build it. So trying to get ripped over here. Trying to get ripped out here. Don't bring your hangovers for January 1st. Day one of the homie bill challenge. It ain't going to be easy. I mean, it's going to be a tough first day for a lot of people. There might be so a few pukers. Mu- there might be a few pukers. For, for multiple <laughs> reasons, exactly. But we're going to get it popping. So uh, shout out everyone who follows. Uh, and if you do want to follow and are interested in doing something like that, come jump in. But um, thank you for watching this episode, episode 137. For those who don't already, if you don't, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a YouTube. You can give us a like, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you can get a warning when we have a live episode coming. We have an Instagram page you can follow. We have a Facebook page. You can hit the like. Uh, we have a f- iTunes. If you like what you're listening to, you can give us a five-star review and a rating. It really helps boost us up the uh, ladder on the social media networks. 
and we have a Patreon. If you would like to be a Patreon, you can be one for as low as $3 a month. We do section commentary with our guests. We do inside outs. Those are trick tips. I'm slacking on that. I have to do one. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to get out there today and do it. We do three pieces, the three tricks of some particular individuals. And when you become a Patreon, you are automatically entered into a free drawing from something from our online store every month. That means you could get a five-panel hat, you can get a shirt, you can get a tank top, you can get a mug that says Jump Street on it, as we have ourselves here and have shown off lovely on the episode many times. I was going to say lovely. I don't know what's happening. This is my <laughs> spiel for the day. Um, last spiel of the year. It's okay. It's the last spiel of the year. Wow. <laughs> four years of Jump Street. We've been doing this like four years. Over four years, yeah. Oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> it's good. It's, Dude, just we need- a, it's just a start tip of the iceberg right here yo thanks to our patreons um who support us you know we this is like a labor of love we try to do one a week um we don't always meet that but we try to and yeah just thank you for your support everyone in the skating community we uh rollerblading inline skating whatever you prefer to call it it, what it is that we do it is a tumultuous topic as ali Bunity and savannah but (laughs) thank you for everyone who follows and supports means a lot Thank you. And it's a quick shout out for our new Patreon supporters this week. We have Kofi Christie, David Lee, and Thin Duck Tran. Thank you all so much for supporting the show and supporting our Patreon. We have a WTF this week presented by Patreon supporter Roel Castillo. And we have Sam Crofts. If you have seen the USD 25-year tour edit, Sam Crofts running down this narrow-ass down ledge. I've never seen this before. Have you seen one of these before, Billy? Nah, and if you ask me, he was asking for it right on his chin. <laughs> yeah, was. but he didn't like. It's crazy. Like that. That seems like one of those tricks that you're asking for, and if you do get hurt, like no one's gonna feel bad. You know what I mean? Because it's like one of those tricks that you're asking for. It <laughs> like it's like oh, he was asking for. It. But he got away with it, and it was. It's crazy. I had to watch that a few times to understand what was happening. But that you, was a uh, shot. Yeah. You said it best there. He got away with it. I think that's all it comes down to. He right. was like, let me see if this is going to work. If it works, sick. If not, I'm going to eat shit. And it fucking worked. And yeah, th- there's like so many reasons why, like, it, that shit. Like, also, why is that ledge not waxed? You it know looks I mean? like it's pretty it's rough. It. it could be really okay. rough. It looks like gritty it. ledge. Yeah. So maybe somebody will take the time out to um, lacquer it and paint it and, and rub brick it, all the stuff that people do who actually put in work for skate spots, but maybe it was the mustache that helped him too. Sam got that nice mustache. It could be. It could be that the, the man stash he got right there just uh, gave him an extra boost of testosterone to get through the trick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like but it. yeah, but um, thank God it wasn't waxed because he was oh, able yeah. to like away with it, but that was uh, some trick. If that was waxed, then it would be like, no way he would have got away with that. Yeah, no, no, no. But huge shout out, Sam Croft. And check that video out if you have a chance. Uh, I, I saw that. Uh, I got to watch that video last week and it had really good, like old USD vibes. Brought me back to like the, the original feeling I used to have over there at USD. So mm-hmm. shout out to all the guys who were part of that video. That was awesome. Speaking of new videos, um, we just uh, at Mesmer, we just dropped something yesterday. It's the Mesmer NYC Volume 1. It's the first of what are going to be many installments of our uh, NYC excursions. Um, 
we got to get to at least volume four. And if you know, for those who know why I'm saying we got to get to at least volume four, that's what's up. You know what's up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to, yeah, hopefully people like it. We got the whole team over there, like nine individuals. We have some, uh, we have Amber Rivera in there, who's a fellow New Yorker and uh, has been representing on Mesmer a lot. And Taylor Popham is in there, as well as the rest of the Mesmer team. We got uh, one of the homies, Devin Sidlowski, uh, Scooter. He's like the he's like the DL on scooters, and he was featured in our video too, which yeah, is kind of cool. Yeah, that blew got... my mind. That scooter trick too. Yeah, I mean, dude, you got to watch his stuff. He has some really really wild stuff out there, but. Um, John has a connection with Devin through Lucy. Lucy's a, a company by Jordan Williams, a skateboarder who sponsors rollerbladers, uh, scooter, um, and skateboarders. So, uh, yeah, cool. So if you guys liked that video, uh, thanks. And if you haven't, then watch it. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I want to take this moment to like, so like I was reading the comments and I'm like, man, there's some really good comments on here. But every every now and then you could just it doesn't matter what you put out. There's always going to be like some nasty comment. Was there a good and, one? And and I try to like not say anything about it because I'm like, man, you know, I'm a I'm a company owner now. I gotta like kind of be like, you know, I gotta not get involved in this stuff. But some some guy wrote, man, like old school NYC people with a with a shat on this sloppy style. <laughs> Damn. Oh, you, and I wrote back. I was like. I was in. I am old. I was in the old school NYC, and I don't know you. What do you? Who are you even talking about? And I, I wrote the comment, and then like I was like thinking about it, and I was like, I gotta delete that comment. So Did I went you? back. I deleted. Yeah, I deleted. I'm not trying to. But you just said like, it on here, so that person knows. I, I, know. <laughs> I know. But I'm not trying to like encourage. Yeah, whoever that was is not from New York. Like I don't care because that that that, that was some like out of towner uh, lingo chit chat. So. I don't mess with whoever that was, but you read it with an out of New York I, accent when you read the comments. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, this dude is from Connecticut. Forget this guy. <laughs> but no, no disrespect to my homies in Connecticut. I was about but, to say, no disrespect yeah. to Connecticut. But awesome video, okay. by the way. You guys killed it. Yeah, thanks. And you guys put it together super, super well. And I'm looking forward to definitely more of those in New York. And maybe thanks. I could strap on some mesmers for the the edit next year for volume two, maybe, and get some clips in there too. Trying to get in, baby. Let's Trying go. to get in. Let's go. I'd love in. to see you on some Mesmers. I mean, I love seeing you skate no matter what you skate, bro. I still you're, got the you're Mesmers. One my, you're one of my favorite skaters, I but I would love to see you on some, on some Mezzies. That would be great. I'm throwing awesome. it on. I'm getting down with that, that next video. Uh, I want to give a shout out to, if anyone hasn't seen our last episode, by the way, last Channel 11, we did uh, our favorites of 2022 and our favorite sponsor of 2022 was Blank. So I want to thank Blank for sponsoring this episode. Uh, their 2023 team skate just dropped. Uh, the Sean Keen skate is also still available too, uh, worldwide now. Uh, the skate features a lot of really great components out of the box. 60 millimeter, top quality hydrogen wheels with twin cam bearings. So really fast skates, really smooth riding skates. Uh, direct one, one piece sole plate to provide a, a strong connection from the frame directly to the shell. And a nice comfy premium V2 liner that work together with the footbed to provide optimal stability and support. Uh, the skates are available in full individual sizing for the best fit possible. So if you're like a size eight, you get a size eight shell. If you're a size seven, you get a size seven shell, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the skate, the team skate is available worldwide now for $299 US dollars. So check out blankrollingproducts.com or give them a follow on Instagram at blankrollingproducts. The skate is incredible. 
I love it. I've been writing the blanks for a while now. Great skates. Go check them out. Thank you, Blank, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, that's a fact. They have been the um the the like um our sponsor of the year for two years yeah. in a row. They've they've held it down with us. Holding and I down. think it's worth it's worth saying now that we are at the end of another year that if you're interested in being a sponsor for 2023 in Jump Street, feel free to reach out because um we like having sponsors. We have a lot of handsome options available too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we got we got options. You wanna you wanna come in for one episode, you wanna come in for half a year, a year, you wanna do anything? And it keeps us going, you know? It does. It Look at Austin, does. it makes him happy. I'm you happy. Make Austin I'm here happy. smiling. I'm here smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of smiling, should we bring it on to our guest for this evening? Yeah. Oh man, I I've been wanting this guest on for a long time. I wasn't sure if he he was ever interested in wanting to do this podcast, but I'm glad after speaking with him at the Blading Cup that he was interested and we finally have him on. So I'm very excited for our guest on this episode 137 with Tree Tree. Tree Tree, right. welcome. Let's get him on in here, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> welcome. Up, no, thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's um, it's quite the honor, and uh, yeah, you guys did it four years. That's that's amazing, and and ever since you guys started, I was I would like daydream of like you know what it would be like to be on the show, um, and I never thought I would be. So like this is really huge for me. Like it's like I would compare like being on the show to like a modern day equivalent of of having a VG profile. So whoa, so this is really really big for me, and and you guys have put on an amazing show for for four years. So congrats. Thank wow. you so much. Um, I, I noticed a lot of the time I, I try to keep my eye in the chats and a lot of the time you'll be in the chats and I'm like, wow, like, as you know, like, uh, you've been a part of our WTF of the week several times. I, I would go as far as to say you are a WTF of the week Hall of Famer, <laughs> along with Sa Sasha Sims, and uh, maybe even honorable mention the uh, our roller skate twins with some of their dexterity and some of the For tricks sure. they were able to do in yeah. the beginning. But um so it, it's really cool to finally have you on the on the show. Like I know a lot of, you know, um, our followers and most people in skating who follow you are just blown away by what you're able to do on what kind of skates and some of your creative ideas, some of the most creative ideas that we've ever seen in, in so many different ways. And you somehow always manage to think of new things, which is pretty tough considering some of the landscapes that you've explored. But um, as you know, as someone who's followed the show i think you know like how we like to initiate our conversation with some of our guests i'm often curious on how they began their journey and as you mentioned uh this is uh you regard a jump street thing as uh equivalent to a vg profile so i, I know you're an old school guy just from <laughs> saying that first of all that's a huge compliment Thank i know you. i was about to say i never <laughs> heard anything like that before that's flattering yeah, but, <laughs> But, but I know you're, uh, but just even in that alone, I know you're from Austin and I's era. And, you know, if I hadn't been seeing your skating for as long as I have anyway, just from that information, but I've been seeing your skating for a, a very long time as well. So tell me, um, if you don't mind, a, uh, like introduction to how you got started skating, uh, where you started skating and, and how your journey in this uh, kind of all started. Okay. I knew this was coming since you ask everybody. So I, I prepared a, uh, uh, PowerPoint presentation of such. Of, uh, <laughs> this guy is professional. Of, of Tree's origin story. So um, let's go down this, this, uh, awesome. this road together. <laughs> um, yes, so, I love this. So uh, oh, yes. I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
I was uh, I was adopted by a very loving um, white American family. Uh, they adopted me and my cousins, and um, I grew up in small town Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, in the suburbs. And um, I was really the only Asian person anywhere, and um, I didn't know it, but I was or I am autistic, so it was hard to um, to really fit in and, and mesh well, uh, if you can imagine. Um, but um, I was really into sports. I love sports, but um, there just wasn't something right about it. Like it was the, the team aspect I didn't necessarily click with. Like I felt like I was either holding the team back or if I practiced really hard, the, you know, the team would be holding me back. And also just like kind of looking at even like college level um, athletes, um, there wasn't anybody who looked like me. And, and I was a really skinny kid and I just, you know, had that feeling like, I would not be able to perform at this level, and that was definitely disheartening. Uh, but then my brother got into skateboarding, <laughs> and I loved um, I loved hanging out with him and his buddies um, skating, and I would try it here and there, and it was cool. Just being able to hang out with the older kids, and and also like just being able to get that that motivation, you know, the, the you got this kind of <laughs> you know the let's go of of the '90s, of the early '90s, whatever that. Work terminology was back then um but yeah they really they really even though i sucked at it and but you know even, even i didn't land anything you know it was still motivating and i i really gravitated towards that um but the thing i loved most about like my brother skateboarding was i loved skate videos like i would watch them i would repeat sick. like like uh i would i would just constantly watch them like like you know like a five-year-old watches frozen like it would just be on repeat just it ended all right it started over again basically and it was just like such a new concept to me of like just people doing really cool things and and see, you know back to back and there's not really any major stories or anything that follows so if like I if I'm not really able to concentrate on it there's still something cool happening and and it's just like it, I was just kind of engulfed in in this form of media uh, and simultaneously my my school I guess I struck up like a deal or something like that with the local roller rink because we went on field trips there, like the entire school would go to the roller rink like two to three times a year. So uh, it became the thing of like the cool kids had like the cool new inline skates and, you know, they were, they were, you know, cruising around and spinning and doing tricks and stuff. Uh, and I wanted to be a cool kid. So like I trained really hard and I, I, I basically stole my sister's uh, Zetra blades and I would skate everywhere, uh, you know, trying to get good at skating so I could show off at the rink. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and eventually at one point it just got to the point where it's like, you know, I'm just doing this because I want to do this and, you know, screw the rink. I, I like, I like this. Um, and then one day, uh, one fateful day, uh, my dad and my brother had to go to the skateboard shop to pick something up uh, and they started carrying rollerblade stuff. And, uh, I noticed this video, um, on the shelf, uh, and maybe it was, Maybe I was just enticed by Arlo's Arlo's face or something like that. But <laughs> I picked it up and I looked at the back and I was like, "Whoa, these are rollerblades!" It, it's a skate video. It's like, and I just like I immediately grabbed it and went, I think, straight to my dad and just shoved it in the face, like, "Hey, this is for me. I need this." And uh, I got it. And and it's one of those things. Like <laughs> looking back, it's like I should have asked for a helmet because like my eleven my eleven year old mind was about to get blown. And oh boy, did it! Um, just seeing <laughs> seeing. You know all these, all these professionals that were really good at it, and they were doing, like the skateboard tricks, like that I had watched a million times over. But they're doing it on skates that 
I was comfortable with and I could see like, oh, I could see me doing this. I could see how this works. I could, I could figure it out um, just, you know, just by watching the video. And, and on top of that, there's the whole like cultural shock of it. It's like these are, these are real, you know, older people than me. Um, and this is, this is how, this is how they live. This is how they actually live. Not, not, not what like TV and, and movies are like this, this felt, this felt real. And that into the musical like expansion of my universe was amazing too. Like I, this is music that I've never even heard of, like could ever even imagine listening to. And, and like, and it's, and I loved it because I love this, the skating. So like everything about this was, was amazing. Um, but then it ended on a Japan section and this, like, I didn't really know it at the time, but this was just super pivotal, pivotal, pivotal for me. Um, because I, I had, never seen what asian people in you know in asian, in asian culture like you know more than five asian people you know basically my family um so it was just really shocking to me like culture a definite culture shock like oh this is how asian people live and they look normal and they're just being asian people and it's cool and then it got to the skating and i was just even more blown away because i was like oh wow these are people that look like me and they're they're doing these. They're they're doing it. They're doing it on the same level that everybody else in this video was. And and, and sometimes I, you know, I was a little bit more biased. Like, oh, this is they're doing really good. And it was so cool to see people that that look like me and that have my body type um, performing well. And I mean, you know, all the white people that visited, they were getting down with them. So I was like, oh, they're accepted. It's cool. And it's like, this could be me. And you know what? I made the decision that I, this is going to be me. Um, and they also had a girl section too, which like actually gave me an appreciation for women because it's the same thing as, as the Asians. Like, oh man, they're doing it and they're hanging with the rest of the dudes and it's cool. And you know what? Like if women are invited too, it's like, heck, this is a place I could get down with. Everybody's everybody's invited. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was I was just obsessed from that point on and I, you know, I picked up some skates and my dad uh, built me a box and I took, I took the rail off my, my bunk bed and turned that into a grinding thing. And no way. That's your bed. Dad, <laughs> that was the other part of my bed. Frame. Oh my God. That's so sick. <laughs> I put it on the ground and then my dad came up with the idea to, to drill some holes in these four by fours. Oh, way to go dad to support you with doing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was super supportive. He would drive me to skate parks, like in other States and contests in other States. Um, but if not, if I wasn't doing that, and you know, my friends were my friends at school were kind of into it, but not 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 like me. I would do it like three to five hours a day without stopping, eating, peeing, taking any breaks, and I, <laughs> uh, which was like kind of like seemingly every day. Um, and I would film myself with with the uh, family camera, uh, and then I'd watch it, and then I'd record over it the next day, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of funny. It's not, not terribly different from, from what I'm doing today. Um, like, I mean, but I was into it. Like I, I had a rail in my room because I saw Jay Dick put a rail in his room and I was like, oh man, that's yeah. a good idea. I want, I want to do that too. I could be, I could be skating. I don't even have to go to the garage to practice my moves and stuff. So like I, I like it, skating spoke to me and like, I, I, I just totally rode with it. And then a skate park opened in Cincinnati and it was, it was the best thing ever. It's called aggressive skate, um, very aptly named because it was made by regressive skaters and you know for aggressive skaters. And mm -hmm. 
I was able to, you know, meet a lot of people and, and learn a lot and, and, you know, get pushed and, and, and both like skating and, you know, social skills. Cause I was <laughs> severely lacking those. Uh, and, you know, I get to meet, meet people and, and they would push me to skate and we would travel and, um, you know, to the people that would come by, we'd, we'd get to know them and travel to their cities and skate with them. And, um, and I, I had and I had I had friends. I had friends, and they were really good at skating. So I wanted and I wanted to be like Dave Payne. I wanted to to film the video. I wanted to make the video, you know, the kind of videos that I like to watch. Uh, so I ended up filming my friends more. So I actually kind of um, took more of a of a, a longing to be a filmer, even more than a skater. It's like so, like when a session would pick up, I would I would be the one like, hey, all right, it's time to film. All right, put the skates away. It's time to film. Um, I regret that a little bit, but. Uh, it's, it was really, um, I guess beneficial for my life. And, and I think that, and also I think I, I didn't get wrecked on, on the hard stuff when this session got heated up too. So that was also a plus, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that I, I took up filming and I, I even, I made a website, uh, on GeoCities that, uh, had some fairly good traction on it too. And, oh, hell yeah. Um, GeoCities. Yeah. Um, I would, uh, I would post like a video, like. I think almost every day like in rotation. And it was kind of like, like my Instagram before Instagram was a thing. And, uh, I had my first experience, like, I guess going viral, uh, through that because, um, a lot of the clips ended up on like Kazaa and BearShare and, and those sort of, uh, file sharing sites or services after web, uh, Napster. Um, so it was interesting to, you know, have people come up to me that I don't know at all. Be like, Hey, you're the guy who, um, who makes those videos are in Kazaa. I'm like, oh yeah, that is me. Hey, what's up? Um, so yeah, making videos just became, they came what I did. And um, yeah, my skating definitely took a backseat because of that, but I, I, I definitely don't regret that. Um, and this is a Wally Fighter edit, uh, which was, uh, I, I saw some people in the chat talk about before the stream. Um, but yeah, I would, I would just, go to town on doing editing like for hours on end just like I would do skating so and I I feel like I got pretty good at that um but then I started high school and I hated high school like I didn't talk to nobody and I just slept all day um in school and I just wanted to pass the time as quickly as possible so I could get home and uh, skate with my buddies or skate in the garage um and I got I got good grade. I mean, I, I had honors and I was in like advanced classes because I was um, I have a high IQ or something. <laughs> I was I was able to pass tests very well at the very least. Um, so nobody really thought it was, it was much of an issue, um, but I, I definitely felt it. And I went to my parents and I was like, hey, I just want to skate and I really want to get into video production. Um, and I just kind of want to get my GD and start college. Um, and so they were for it and they, they you know, it took some convincing, but they finally, they finally took. And I, I did for my sophomore year, I kind of, we, we, for the first maybe week or so, we, we tried to do actual homeschool, but uh, that didn't work out. And I, I knew I was going to be able to pass the test anyways. Um, so I really just skated all the time and I would edit videos. Like I would edit videos, I would skate and then edit videos all night. And then sleep all day. And then when my friends uh, got out of school or work, uh, we'd skate. Or I would go to a different city and, and hang with them and, and film and skate. So I I, I feel like I, I got a pretty good experience um, than your typical high school experience. 
Um, but then when I turned 16, I, I started college and I was doing the video production, you know, courses and stuff, um, which didn't actually matter that much, surprisingly, because I, I knew everything from almost everything from from making skate videos. Um, and I actually decently quickly began making like professional things um, as like a 16, 17 year old um, with with no like, you know, no credentials really or um, and really just word of mouth. So um, videos taken me very, you know, it's taken me very far and things were looking good. I actually made a video for uh, the rolling game on PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation 2. Uh, that was like, you know, one of the one of my biggest moments because it combined all the things I was interested, in, like skating, video games, and and editing. So that was that was cool. Things seemed like they were going well. Uh, but then I, I had my my well a series of falls on the same thing. It's like a two story drop at the Kentucky Battle in two thousand one, I believe. Um, and uh, that was definitely a moment in my history. Uh, I ended up fracturing both my heels and um, I had a bone, they found a bone cyst in my heel that they had to uh, uh, do a bone marrow transplant on. And the doctor looked at me dead eyed in the face and told me that I would never be able to skate again. And that was just purely soul crushing for me because that was um, essentially the glue that created my life and was holding my life together. So it was rough um i tried to replace it with all kinds of things like i got into cars and drifting and there, there's a lot of things that that carry over of like you know the thrill and the sliding and things like that but um like i worked for a car i worked for a car shop and they built cars and they had a they had a pro car so i would go to like the pro events and i had you know media pass and all that stuff so i'd make videos and stuff and it was it was really cool it was close to skating but it still just wasn't quite it. And it was very corporate too. And I, I didn't like that part of that thing. It was very, very money driven. Um, and then I moved to Hollywood with the, with uh, one of my buddies and he started a band. And um, within a year that, that band was signed by Warner brothers and touring the country. So I uh, became their videographer and lived and worked with them for a while or for three years and toured for most of a good portion of that time. And it was really cool to like, see the see the country and and see you know all different types of people and the community was really what kept me kept me doing it because we would be in a different city like almost every every day and we almost always had somebody you know contact or somebody we met um through like the shows or something like that who would who would you know put us up for the night and show us around um and you know let us know what the city was like uh, and that really reminded me of skating which i always had a like a pulse on and I came out to this, uh, I stumbled upon this this trailer by Hopscotch Entertainment called uh, Fantastic Puncher. Uh, and again, a, a Japanese video with Japanese skaters. And I just saw this and I was like, whoa, this is what I imagined skating would have become like, you know, the the, the progression of, of, the dust, of the Dustin Latimer skating. And because they're, because they're Asian, like I can see these movements and I can relate to them um, better. And I think that there is like a certain sort of sort of style to the Asian skaters that uh, you know just I think our, our body types um, lean toward. So it's like, yeah, like I miss this and I want to do it again. So so I found my K two two fifties and um, 
I just strapped them on and rode through the neighborhood. And and just just that first second of feeling the wind in my face and rolling down the street, it was just like, oh my God, why did I stop doing this? And why, you know, yeah, why did why did I ever not do this? And I know that it was because the doctor said that that I shouldn't, but I mean, it was it it was a thing of like I don't even care what he said. Like I'm gonna do this because there's nothing else in my life that is like this. So I am surely gonna keep doing this for as much as much as I can, as long as I can. Um, but it was dark time at that when I got back into it. I think it was like late 2000s, and um, there was a lot of um, I guess ambiguity maybe is the right word for for it, but there was a lot of I experienced a lot of comments um, from like people on the street or people at the skate park and even other skaters that I felt essentially were were designed to put me down, I guess, in order to to make them feel better and and damn that you know those things hurt and but then you know. Joey and Todd came out with mushroom blading and I was able to see like, or, you know, they were able to show me that you can go out and just do what you feel like. And, and, you know, whatever social repercussions like this don't matter as much. And, you know, the feeling and and how (laughs) the feeling of the freedom is, 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 it can trump those, you know, those negative, those negative emotions, I guess you could say. So like after seeing that, that really, really helped me kind of kind of let go of the, of those thoughts and feelings a lot and, and be be more free to do whatever comes to mind that I feel like doing and and that's kind of just it's kind of just escalated from there and and it seems like it's getting getting better every day and I'm just going to keep on trying to do whatever it is that I feel like I'm compelled to do however stupid or unacceptable it may seem. I'm just going to try it and, and see what it's like. And, and that's, that's my story. And, and I, or at least the best I could come up with it. And I hope you, hope you enjoyed it. That was the best you could come up with? <laughs> that was the best I could come up with. That deserves a round of applause for that one. <clears throat> that was awesome. I know we, Thank I know you we, for taking the time to make that. <laughs> Yeah, I know we well, thank did. you. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think I would have been able to like anywhere near accurately describe it had I not done that. That was awesome with the visuals. Everyone loved it in the chat too. I was gonna say, if we didn't already do our favorites of twenty twenty two, I think you would have the best presentation <laughs> award by far. If you're <laughs> listening only um, on audio for this podcast, definitely check out the YouTube video because there's a lot of great visuals in there of every literally everything you spoke about too, like the footage at the roller rink and you skating your bed frame in your garage, like having that stuff is, is gold. It's, it's so cool my favorite. That. My favorite was uh, the, the kid in high school sitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, I, had to I can relate the, to the that. Footage on that one. You should have put like a little yeah. cap- caption on the bottom. This is not actually tree. Yeah. <laughs> I could have I photoshopped my face on. <laughs> that would have been great, but big story, a lot of history with you too. And like a, definitely a roller coaster from, beginning to end of your brothers it's funny because your brother those are your brother's footage skateboarding right i'm assuming that was no no brother. that was that was that was a pro that was a pro video that I was okay i was about to say I, that I was that as well okay i thought it was your brother i was about to say he like skates skateboards similar to how you skate like those tricks were really different oh, yeah. maybe that's where your inspiration yeah, came was, from too. that was like that was like the late 80s that video like there was a lot of 
progressive skating happening back then. I don't know what what happened. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's come back, but X yeah, Games happened. Like, that's what happened. Yeah, I think I think that might be. It. <laughs> I think yeah, contest might have happened. That might be it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you have so many good points of things in that presentation that I would like to touch upon if that's if that's okay. Yeah, sure. But uh, but 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 I, but I like <clears throat> I like how you talked about how skating was kind of in this healthy place, um, and then there when you came back, you it was it wasn't that same feeling, and and I'm and we all know that your skating is very creative and unique, and, I, and I'm wondering what like pushed you to encourage you to have like the confidence to to try these kind of creative ideas because it seems like is that just like a part of your personality or was like that they're like some like exterior motivation for these kind of things oh yeah it's, it's something that i always want to do and and as a videographer like i i the and also being autistic like the things that really stand out stand out to me it's like you know it's like the things that are different are the things that that speak to me and the things that i i want to see um but as far as like actually and I've always had ideas, but I was usually too scared to do them. But what, what I think, as of as of recently, the biggest thing, the bit, two biggest things for me to just to like really let go and and really just be like or push myself out there, was um, I talked to my I talked to like a new psychiatrist psychiatrist one day. He's like, oh man, you're really talented. You should, you know, share those talents with with people. And, and so I was like, oh, you know what, I should do that. And then like. Um, my I, I started skating with uh, a buddy, he, or a buddy started skating again. His name is Nick Kitrabon, and like he just got so juiced whenever anybody did a trick, and and especially me in particular. Um, and like it was it was an enthusiasm that felt so overwhelming and genuine that it's like it was hard for me to ignore. And I, and, I, and and essentially, I, you know, when we skated, like I wanted to do really cool stuff. <laughs> you know to see his excitement and um you know he was definitely happy to film me do that stuff and and it's like oh you know if i could share excitement with you know that you know get him that excited and 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 happy like you know maybe i can do that for other people and that's when i, I really just started going in into like okay i'm I've got an idea let's just do it see what happens and put it out there if it sucks you know i can I can delete it or whatever or or you know whatever but just put it out there and, and see what happens and and i've just been doing that since and it's it also seems that <clears throat> like from the beginning like austin mentioned and you showed us um the bunk bed thing that you were grinding and, and your dad building that it seems like the carpentry and construction is a big part of like achieving these these tricks like you're making like uh a PVC rail that's like an S or like the, the drop down on one to another. It seems like there's a lot of that stuff. Was that um, inspired by your dad from that time or showing you construction? Where did you like get into th that like aspect of it too? Because it's not just like you're, you're being, you're going to spots and you're being creative at the spots, but then you're being creative making and constructing the spots too. So that's really, really fascinating. Yeah. Um, so I mean, my dad's okay at making things, and I am—I wouldn't say I'm anywhere near adept at making anything at all. I just, um, you know, I saw what he did, and I started being like, okay, well, what can I do? And then it usually just—it usually starts with an idea, really, like an idea that I feel compelled that I have to create. Um, and then it's like the same thing of when I was a kid. Like I'm—I'm I'm not taking any breaks. I'm not stopping until I. 
do this thing and it's going to work and it's going to work one way or another like all of my energy goes into like all of my energy like everything in reserves goes into creating this creating something and and you know i, I may mess up but for some reason it seems to work out because i don't know what i'm doing at all it just it just <laughs> seems to happen um by by i guess pure pure force um just because <laughs> i want i'm just because i want to do it so much um yeah well it looks it looks i, I really like the ideas and I, I like i like that it's cool um and i like that um you're creating these things not only just like on the skates but like actually the spots themselves um so I've mentioned this ever since Colin said it on the episode. I like because I'm just so enthralled with learning a new word. But so there's obviously like a, a pedagogy that he speaks of in skating, um, <clears throat> and it seems like you're always pushing that uh, idea like a, a around and uh, testing things, um, trying like things on new skates and and everything like that. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just curious, like the intention behind, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, like to kind of push the limits and have fun, but I'm wondering if there's like any, like, if there's like a, like a comedic aspect behind some of these things, or if there's like a playful aspect, like I'm, I'm, I'm wondering like the thought process behind the, the creation of some of these moves, if that's not too weird of a question, sorry. <laughs> Did we lose? Oh, we lost tree. Hang on. Oh, but he's, is he still here? Is he? What's going on right now? Um, Tree, are you there? I don't know what's going on right now. Hang uh, on. I think oh, we got there him we back. Go. We got a hiccup there. Oh, oh no. Gotcha. That's what we were talking about before. This is real life right now. This is live streaming. Did you hear yeah, what yeah. what Billy had to say? I or did not. Want? I did not. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, no, no, it's okay. Like, I just feel like you're... Um, a lot of the times with your skating, you're kind of testing what is accepted in skating, like we're testing like as, like I, I've said, I've, I've mentioned this, this word every time since Colin's been on the episode, the pedagogy of skating. I'm so enthralled to this new word that uh, uh, Colin has word. presented with me. It's a Wait, great what is, word. What, is, what does it mean, actually? You know? It's like the kind of traditional way of doing things, like the idea behind doing things. Like, for example, I think he mentioned in like figure skating, like a, a, a pedagogical thing is to, to land in a certain way, like with your hand in a certain position right. or in like our, in rollerblading, it could be like, oh, maybe in the 90s, always grab your fish brains and, and bone it out like that, like, you know, is like kind of the idea behind what is properly doing the trick, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, f I feel like you are pushing these limits a lot. And I'm just wondering, like, uh, the motivation behind some of this stuff. Like, I, it's, it seems to be playful and fun, but there also seems to be, like, a comedic element tied into it, too. And maybe, like, almost like a punk rock element where you're pushing back against some of these, uh, what the, you know, the pedagogy, what people think that the, the ideas that we've grown to accept. Um, I'm just wondering um, what the motivation behind that is. Um, I think those are all probably possible you know, reasons for, for explaining what I, what my approach is. Um, but I mean, the, the reason why I, I fell in love with skating and, you know, rollerblading is that there are essentially no rules other than the rules that we put on, on ourselves and the confinements that we put on ourselves. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, when I skate, there's really nobody, you know, I mean, there are people telling me that I shouldn't do something, but 
you know that's more fuel for me to be like why sh why shouldn't i you know it's like it's like if i can you know why why can't i so a lot of that is that it's like can i do something and it's like well let's let's find out <laughs> will this will this wacky idea actually work out i don't know it is wacky but you know we're here and it's 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 you know it's science that's science the crap out of this and and see if i can actually do these things and and i you know i surprised myself a lot of times where it's like oh this can actually work and you know what it can work well if you, you figure out all the kinks um and you know it's just it's just an additional layer to add it's like it may not be something that becomes popular or whatever but it doesn't you know it, it i appreciate you know i can appreciate the existence of something that i didn't know could exist prior to and that's what i, I like to i like to see stuff like that so i like to also you know try to put more things like that out into the world i think you and and and, and I'm, I'm sorry Austin. i know i'm doing a lot of talking right no, now good. um but I, I i really like what you said with the science the crap out of this because that's that's i think that's an accurate depiction of what it is that you're doing you're like our blade scientist you know like in the laboratory with the with the bubble like you know the uh, graduated cylinder like oh, does this work does this function <laughs> graduated cylinder <laughs> um but uh you, you know what i mean it's um i just think um that makes sense. That's that, that that's an accurate, I think, assessment of, of what I think it is that you're doing. Um, oh, thank you. Some some of some of your stuff. First of all, I love like everything you do, but some of your stuff, I'm like, man, he's really putting himself at risk here. Like, you you have like some like eight dollar rec skates with like no soles, and you were mockioing like this heart attack drop kink rails, like dropping, dropping. Oh, the, yeah. the, the rail the rail seems hard enough on its own like do you know what i mean it's it's kind of like mm -hmm. putting like a, an extra challenge in front of your thing to like make it even harder and i'm like man like like what 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 is the thought process behind this because like e that rail on its own it's like okay like that's but then now you're taking like what i and maybe you're not experiencing this maybe these skates are great for you like you know these are the best skates ever bill you have no idea what you're talking about but for me i'm like man he's making it like way way harder on himself on a already difficult spot so i'm, I'm also wondering the motivation behind some of that stuff is is it tied into like the the other stuff or is there something else um like in in that instance particularly they with that that uh, the rainbow drop rail um those skates the the thrift course skates in my opinion are actually the better approach for that rail because they have bigger wheels and there's a crack right before the rail um so the bigger wheels just rolled right over them um, much more simply you know much more simply and um the the so there's a lot of advantages to like a, you know like a kind of a wreck skate on say a rail at least for at least for me i don't i can't speak for anybody mm. else but i can speak for myself um so like with those wreck skates i can or right here so are. with these rec skates um <laughs> since they have a long on. since they have a bigger yeah I, my last experience was them taped together <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but anyways um so they have a bigger like the wheels were rolled over the cracks fine but they um they actually grind their rail since they have a small sole i can really get over on top of them um so i, I had a lot less fear that way of, of being uh, precise down the drops um, and since the frames are so tall and also metal, they're going to slide really well. So I could, you know, since I bend so much, I'm pretty much like this. So when with the frames being as huge as they are, it actually, I guess the surface area was bigger than, than my current sole and other frame setup. Um, and I felt a lot more comfortable doing the rail in those than I did my 
my aggressive skates. So that was the reasoning behind that specific instance. Eight. Wow, that's crazy. I'm sorry. No, it's crazy that it made more sense on those for you. It probably is for most people, yeah. Most people wouldn't say that. I never noticed with those skates too that the Royale groove looks just like the K2 Fatty Royale groove. It's very reminiscent of that. It looks almost identical. I never noticed that before. I think you said somewhere else before that that was your favorite skate at the time or skate setup or something like that. Is that still your favorite skate? Um, I I do have a very soft spot for for the K2 Fatties and 250s. Well, I'm saying those Rex skates that you have, those three. Oh, these Rex skates? Oh, yeah. These Rex skates are, are... are just a blast to skate um they are like just the right amount of challenge for me where like things are doable and it feels really good when i do them and it, it really lets me know if i if i'm not doing it right so um they are just the right amount of of skate for me um to have, to have a good time in. yeah it's very very interesting to hear that with a skate like that i have it i'm sorry I, I hate to keep jumping in Austin and jump, and, jump. And, and stop me, stop me if I do. Well, I'm jump, jump street, right? Yes, <laughs> nice jump rope, jump street. Let's go. Um, but I feel like um, so you mentioned in your presentation in the beginning about your introduction to skating about how you broke your ankle in 2001 at the Kentucky Battle, I think, right? Mm-hmm. The, on talking off that like super high yeah, uh, yeah. ledge. So, and we all kind of see that you're a very flexible skater in certain ways was was that injury like something that had helped or hurt that flexibility was the flexibility kind of like a part of your repertoire already um yeah i mean i'm have built-in flexibility essentially um it's built in i have like (laughs) i have built in like i have extra cartilage in my my knees like in the form of a non-cancerous tumor um and I'm pretty sure that that's not hurting anything, if anything. Um, and then I also have hyper hypermobility, and I guess it's a thing that's linked to autism as well, uh, which is something I just found out like in the past like month or two. So this is still new for, new information to me. But um, <laughs> but my joints are really bendy, uh, but they also hurt all the time, which I wasn't apparently apparent to until I found out about it, which is kind of like. Oh man, now I hurt all the time. I didn't hurt all the time before because I just didn't notice it. Um, but also, like, so, and with that hyper flexibility and me skating for whatchamacallit, like hours on end in, in the garage, really built up those, you know, my lower body at least, um, to the point where, like, they are, you know, knock on wood, pretty, pretty, you know, for tough essentially. So, <laughs> um, so it didn't, so the, the, the fall didn't really, prohibit any of my flexibility really and, and I didn't I didn't do anything like any like I don't do exercises at all like so all I do is skate and so when I didn't skate anymore like I didn't do any exercises at all and when I came back skating I was just as limber as I, or not just as limber but more limber than most people when I when I got back into skating so luckily that didn't hinder too much of my flexibility really. you don't do any yoga or stretching or anything like that outside of skating um no I mean I've done like you know, I can count on my hands like how many times I've done yoga and, and like like actually actually kind of like one you know did an actual workout, um, but yeah, I just skate and I don't even really stretch much to skate either. Like a lot of times, I just start skating. Um, skating is my way to stretch, I guess. You just blew everybody's mind who's watching this right now or listening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if that's you know. I, I don't know if that's ideal for other people or not. But I mean, that's just. 
that's just what I do. And I, 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 it kind of makes sense where like, like, I don't know, necessarily need to be stretching muscles that I'm not going to be using. Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't know these things, but, um, but it, it's working for me. So I, I, I'm not going to question it really. Yeah. Just let it be. Right. right yeah, exactly. Um, did, so the, cause the doctor said you would never skate again and you obviously took some time and skated was, was there any like uh, doubt or like weak feeling in the ankle? Was was there any truth to what the doctor said? Well, he has a point. And there's this, or was he just like dead wrong? Um, yeah, he he was correct. Um, but I guess you know, with technology coming out, uh, you know, with new technologies, it did make things better. So like, I I feel impact in my heels still if I'm taking a decent drop. But um, when I got back into skating, I got some physics frames, and then I found out about foot. It, footprint insoles um which i i just i i am you know not endorsed or anything like that but i i live by these footprint insoles and if i don't have them in my in my skates like i i can i can feel the impact and i, I it doesn't feel good so i think that technology has helped out and i actually i got something called sorbethane which is similar of, of like shock shock and sound absorption to um to uh to the footprint insoles and i kind of like i don't know if you could see it but i wedged them in between my frames which also gave me a little extra height of my frames because i wanted that too um and that's been helping with impact and also reducing the noise you know the clack too of a landing which has been nice uh, but i just i just recently started testing this uh, but so far the results have been been really good so impact is something that i have to be weary of since the injury but um anything else like is not a concern and i actually you know, I, I was concerned, so I did go to a to a you know, a, a, I guess arm and leg specialist, whatever. Uh, you know, you know, a doctor who who specialized that, and especially in sports too, because I was like, you know what, I'm I'm concerned because I, I was watching some of my clips. I was like, you know what, the body probably shouldn't be able to do that. And and <laughs> I showed him, and he, you know, he said like, well, you know, if it's, it's if it's not bothering you, like, keep on keeping on. So and I I pretty much took that as another green light to just like, all right. Let's not worry about it and just go forward. And, and I just feel like my mates have been bothering me lately because of um, my suspicion would be like, like the aluminum, the 50-50 aluminum cores and com combined with carbon skates, uh, which added a lot of extra impact. So my knees aren't happy at the moment, um, but also because I've been doing a lot of skating too. Like I, I kind of need to take a break, I feel like, because <laughs> I've been, I have not been the best in my body lately. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't get, there's so many times that doctors, I hear stories like, you'll never skate again. You'll never walk again. You'll never do this again. Why are doctors always trying to bring us down? It's like, you're clearly skating again better than ever. I hear, I've heard stories like people like, you'll never walk again. They're fucking running marathons. You know, you break your leg. And like, I feel like if a, if a doctor told me that, if, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if a doctor told me that, I'd be like, watch, I'll show you because I'm going to be doing yeah. whatever again in the next few months or year or something like that. I mean, from their standpoint, I would I would assume they're erring on the side of caution. It's like a liability, uh, more, right? More than anything, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think that's probably why they they are they are probably a bit harsher than than you know. Maybe you could, but yeah, I guess I think that I, that's my assumption. I don't I don't know for sure, but that's what I think. A doctor's always trying to kill our vibe. Sure. <laughs> or at least some of them are. That's for, I mean, I think it's important that you know you find a doctor that's right for you. Is is in my adulthood is one of the things I've been been coming to find out definitely makes sense 
And uh, I, I can relate to your, um, you're saying you're looking at your body and you're like, man, I'm not, I'm not sure if the body is supposed to be doing that. And the first thing I thought of is just like your pud slide, cess slide, where you're like sitting on your foot. That, that was the, so, inst that was the instigator. Yeah. I yeah. Do that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's kind of tough. Yeah. Um, so I got a, um, kind of, a a broad question for you, but, uh, but I'll kind of, I'll, I'll intro it first. So I'm, I'm wondering what your, cause when I look at your skating sometimes, like I'll be, I'll be watching your skating and I'll, and I'll see like a lot of this fun, playful stuff, like grinding through the cardboard or like, um, a, like a, a tail whip on a frame that's like only screwed on on one side. And then like, or like, I, I really like the sweat stance, like three topsail where like the frame kind of just stood still and all this, uh, sort of stuff. But, um, I'll be and then I'll, I'll be watching your tricks and someone mentioned it in the chat like you know your 360 top ass sitting like ledges and like the rec skates which is just out of control and then like you're clearly I mean for me you're like up there with some of the best skaters that people can mention as far as like the best skaters like um but I I, I feel like because of of your approach it's uh, it's just like in, in it, it doesn't seem like a way where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to be pro or I'm trying to like fit within these lines that uh, define what it is to be a pro. So I guess like that whole introduction and, and thought behind the process throughout your skating, was there ever like, uh, a, like a, a dream to like, oh, I want to be pro. I want to be sponsored because I, from what I see, you're, you're, you're one of the goats, like, you know, and, and that's with that, that's, as the kids would say, that's that's with no cap at all. Like it's just, um, I I feel like th these are some like the best tricks done and some of the most creative tricks done. And I'm wondering, like, did you ever have that? Like, I want to be pro. I want to be sponsored, or that just never meant anything to you. Um, yeah, when I was younger, I, I definitely you know had the dream of being like a pro skater and things like that. But I think a lot of that. I think a lot of that fell fell aside, you know, fell to the side, or or, or you know, essentially vanished because I was um, more more engulfed with becoming, you know, a filmer, uh, a video videographer. Um, so I think a lot of that alleviated, you know, the, that, those desires. And then coming back, like I was just happy to be skating again. Like I didn't didn't care about anything like that. And um, and um, yeah, I mean, I've never I've never actually had an, like an official official sponsor. I've had, I've had things where like you know, basically buddy system, like, hey, here's some product. And it's like, you can skate them if you want to, you can not if you don't want to. Um, and, you know, sometimes I would do promos and stuff for them, but there's no ever, you know, any official team or anything like that or any official product. Um, but I have been been curious about it lately, and, and, and I have been more, I guess, open to it. Um, but in previous years, I was like, I don't want to sponsor because I don't want... Uh, and I was, I was scared. I'm scared of the commitment, like of having to do something, of and having to ride like a specific product. When like sometimes I feel like skating the rec skates, or sometimes I want to bust out like a pair of Colts or a pair of Oxygens or something. Like I, I like, I like, you know, I, I don't know where my mood is ever going to go. And 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 a lot of times, you know, being restricted to a certain thing is 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 it doesn't feel right for me. So. But I would like, you know, I've been watching, like, like watching your Mesmer video and things like that. It's like, man, I would really love to be involved in projects like that. But I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want, you know, I would throw on a pair of skates, you know, whatever to promote that thing. But I, I don't necessarily want to be, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that I want to be committed to it. And I have been talking to people about sponsorship and things like trying to get an idea of what it's like. Because, like, I feel like 
for rollerblading sponsorships it's still like a very cryptic thing and it can go it can vary wildly from you know company and experience experience um and, and it also kind of scares me too because like with my job i you know i had to do video work for other people and 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 it really diminished my passion for it and i i don't want that to happen to skating so i am also fearful of it for that reason too so um which is a big reason why i haven't really tried to get a sponsorship or anything and also like i don't talk to people so and i and i, I would assume that that sponsorship um you know relies heavily on communication so, <laughs> and i i really like I, I will talk to people usually if they talk to me but i uh, I very rarely ever uh, of my own accord go out and, and reach out to somebody. So uh, that's also a big part of it, I feel. Yeah, I was going to say, and, and, and forgive, forgive me for if I'm incorrect here and, and putting you in a box because I'm not, I'm, I'm not wanting to, but I, when, I, when, I, when I look at your skating, I feel like that would be a problem for, for like a sponsor because you're so out there with the experimentation that you're trying things. It's not really like the ideal, like, person like pitching a product you know what i mean like almost in a way i feel like you're almost like above that if that's even like a thing like or i'm not saying that people who are skating are below or whatever but it's just like i feel like it it, it just like how your style works is in terms of like your experiment your scientist approach like um I mean, and, and I'm sure you could do that within brands as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like take a skate yeah. and like Frankenstein it up and do all these kind of different things. Um, but yeah, like I, I was always just curious about that because like I, I think a lot of the time, and I'm not sure if everyone agrees with me who's who's listening right now, but I'll be watching your stuff. And, and then there is that like that fun, fun, playful, like comedic stuff where, you know, the cardboard skates or, or whatever. But then like, boom, like some like real ass trick like either on rex or whatever that like no one can ever do like whoever it may be like aragon brosco the goats like i feel like that's like like you know what i mean like it's up there with that kind of stuff and i'm like it, re it really had me like thinking about um about what yeah like the direction and motivation and desires that you like what what, what do you desire or hope to get out of your own skating um generally um that's that's the question that's probably decently unbeknownst to myself even um but i mean ideally like like moving forward like i would like to travel more and, and skate with more people and skate more places um was really I, I mean honestly the top of my list for for going forward with skating um and like especially working with other people like content creators and stuff i have a lot of fun doing that and i and i really like when i don't have to like edit so like it's, it's fun like skating with um you know ben i roll i roller boot ben uh because i could just you know skate and be me and and i don't have to worry about creating the videos so I, I would like to get into more you know i guess more collabs and things like that too um but yeah i guess i guess my route my you know my my path was skating is more of like that of a content creator than than of a of a professional skater and i think that it's cool that that it's it's not necessarily like a viable option but it is an option uh that that wasn't that didn't really exist you know when i started skating so um i'm glad we live in the culture that you know you can um i don't know advance as a skater as being a content creator yeah it's just the way like technology is going these days because there are a lot of like quote instagram skaters compared to professional skaters 
and it's still really good to skating too because your stuff especially would be seen by you know somebody a corporate brand or something like that someone wants to like invest in skating that could help out um the industry or just get more eyes just in general like i could see your clips being reposted by bigger accounts just because the craziness that that goes on with it you know so there's just different aspects to being like a really good skater now you're not just a really good skater that sponsored pro get a pro boot it's not like that anymore there's just different directions now right and you definitely fit and, like that direction really well and it's interesting that like i'm i've been getting a lot of of um I guess you could say interactions from from a lot of people who who seemingly have nothing to do at all with skating and that's it's interesting but it's also it also does add a dynamic to my content where I do have to to come in with a mindset that these people know absolutely nothing about skating and you know they're they're a portion of my audience now so I do have to to consider that and it's it's cool and it's weird but um it's, it's, it's just a thing, I guess. So what changes with your content now, then, if you're trying to cater to non-skaters versus skaters? Well, I still try to do things that, you know, you could... I, I don't always, but I will try to put things out there that, that you could just see and you don't have to know the technical things to it. And, and, and a, a big part of that is, like, skating a pair of buckets or, or something <laughs> like that. You could just instantly see that, oh, this is interesting kind of thing. So I think that is almost almost like kind of like increased my longing to just do wacky stuff because those are things that people who don't skate that can relate to better i agree i was gonna i was gonna kind of grow on that like i think sometimes in the like when you're just like buried deep into the culture of blading it's just like so much trying to appease one another through like tricks but i think what you achieve and and some other people who do content creation that are able to reach outside of skating are so successful at is the entertainment aspect which we so could often forget as like core bladers because we're so like trick focused and like whatever like is the newest trick or movements or styles and skating but we often forget like it's supposed to be fun and and fun to watch like and, and i think that's something that you don't neglect to remember like you don't forget that that and, you, and that's a big part of so yeah i i can i would agree with austin as well in seeing that like that your approach could be very um you know, it could be very attractive to people who aren't involved in our community at all, and they and they could see uh, like a, a real fun side of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think you know the trick oriented way of skating is not necessarily uh, is by no means the wrong way to skate. It I feel like you know every skater should skate the way that they feel like skating, and and you know any outside influence should just be be just be you know an additional whatever. But I mean, I, I say that with you know, my, my audience in mind, but I'm still going to do whatever, whatever I want to do, audience or not. Like, and that's that's the thing. Like, and that's not, that's kind of how I try to approach things. Of like, it doesn't, it, and it's not always like that. But I I try to just go in thinking that I'm I'm my only audience uh, most of the time, and um and, and and most of the time I am. I I watch the crap out of out of the things I do because you know I'm happy that I I was able to do them. And I'm also just studying like what I can do next and um, what I can, you know, or, or just get any other ideas from it. So I am, I'm constantly watching my own stuff and, and it might seem a little like self-centered or whatever, but I don't care. It's my time. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do with it. No, I, I, th I think that's, that's valuable too. Like to, you know, so you know, like 
if you know blading can be viewed out as many things but i think a lot of us uh, do associate it with like kind of like an art form or an expressive way to do things so if you're trying to express something it's good to like study it and see if you're able to get across on the screen what is happening in your head so i you know a lot of comedians do that to like refine their crafts they'll like film their sets rewatch it see where things went right and wrong and i think like anyone who's like serious about their craft that's a that's like that that's a really good thing um i wanted to really quickly take a second right now because i see it happening in the chat and um you got a lot of fans tree and a lot of uh, supporters and i think a lot of people um want to support you if they can but they they may not be aware do you have a patreon i do have a patreon um i i don't i don't like advertising i don't like I don't like asking for people for money because I've been working in well, one, I've been working in marketing for you know a good portion of my life, and, and two, like I, I don't like money being being a factor in in anything. Like I if I if money if I can just not have to worry about money at all, I would I would be just the happiest dude ever because like I don't want to ask for people's help. No, I, I I honestly feel bad. You know, I feel like you know I feel like a burden that comes with I guess. Um, Maybe self-confidence is not exactly the right word. Uh, maybe the alexithymia, I guess, of of not having that that sort of feeling of drive to be like, oh, I need to get money from people, and and I really want. And also, like, I have I have a very very broad audience of of people who who may not have money, and I don't want to to ever have them feel like left out because they don't have money. Because for long for long periods of my life, I never had money, and. I couldn't do the things and it, and it sucks when, you know, something comes out or, you know, it's like, oh, I can't watch the VOD or, you know, I just can't support like, but um, that is another aspect of things. So I don't, I don't dwell on, I, I, I would prefer not to really push any monetary things out there. I do, I do need support, but um, I hate to ask for it. Well, I think on this particular occasion, we could use my prompting as the excuse and we can blame it on me this time. As you know, I'm not I'm not shy to promote the Jump Street uh, Patreon. And I'm sorry if you are going through financial struggles when, while I ask, because I know what it's I know what it's like to come without money and it's not a great feeling. And so I can relate to that. Um, but I but I think there are some people who would like to know. Um, who do have the extra means and who want to support you in a way. So would you mind sharing uh, your Patreon, uh, uh, how people can support you if they want? And just we could just blame it on me. Like sure, I said, this, um, isn't, this isn't you. <laughs> I think like the easiest way would be like my Linktree bio, or you'd have to find a video where I actually put it in the description on YouTube. Uh, I think I have Venmo somewhere linked too. Um, and yeah, I, I think I will probably end up creating those avenues but they're you know or, or you know in promoting more more of that but it is very um it puts a lot of stress on me doing those things so i, I prefer not to to put them out there but yes to answer your question patreon is is in my instagram link tree yeah i'm at your link tree right now and you do have affiliate links for like epic grind shoes you have affiliate links for um insta 360s so there are ways to support you if you're there interested in any of those things and you are on patreon as well through your link and tree. I, I will say that i i don't mind like promoting things if i am genuinely you know happy about them i think that's i think that's another thing that i feel like there's a lot of authentic 
authenticity that that's lost through through marketing and, and promotion and things like that of of just not being able to trust things anymore because things are so twisted in, in advertising that so like I, I don't want to fuel that fire anymore than I have to. But well, speaking of like your style of skating and and opening up to like a broader audience on via Instagram or social media, these affiliate link type of things are good for that as well because you're able to not necessarily go pro with a, a, a brand and have a pro skate and get royalties, whatever, but you can still make money in other ways. And those companies would advertise more towards a skater like you rather than just somebody who's killing it in skating in general and just wants that pro skate or their name on a product or something like that. This is true. I think I just need to find something that, that speaks to me. And then, you know, like just like my skating, I got I to gotta figure it out on my own. And, and once I do, like, and I could dive in, but until that point, it's just I'm, I'm kind of in the dark. Tree tree's not for sale. <laughs> I mean, I could, she I does, could be. She I doesn't advertise. I just don't know, and that's the thing. Like, I, if I the price know, is right, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to go about doing these things. There's not like there's a handbook for them either. So it's like, I don't well, know. And, and also, like this popularity is, is very recent, um, for me at least. Like there was just ever since like quarantine is is when like I, you know, people I guess really started taking notice of the things that I'm doing because I, you know, I, was, <laughs> I was in my basement just doing whatever I could because all I had was a basement to work with um, for the most part. And then like, I've always had a big fear of, of the popularity or fame or what have you, because I, it comes with a price of, you know, having to interact with people and having to do things and having attention on me. Like growing up, like I, I really wanted to blend in. Um, so, you know, I didn't have that extra attention on me uh, because I, I did have it constantly because I was different. Um, so that is a fear of mine. And I'm, I'm learning to somewhat embrace it, but I, I still have no idea. It, it, it's been happening so rapidly and every all these things like this, this happened so rapidly. And it's it's something that I wasn't necessarily prepared to deal with. So um, I'm just kind of numb to it still honestly well if it well okay oh, i was gonna if it makes you feel any better fame via skating isn't like is so small still minimal like the interactions between a well-known or a pro skater compared to somebody who just started and goes to like an event and still interacting with all these people i feel like it's the same shit you know it's not like Tom Cruise walking around at the Oscars and people are lined up waiting for him on the red carpet waiting to see him or take his picture like the top people Billy interacts with the same amount of people at Blading Cup that Jimmy John who just started skating last week interacts with it's like the same shit you know I mean exactly for me like going to Blading Cup that was the most talking that I had ever done in my life before uh, and it's awesome and it's, it's really cool and like um but like for me like I I, I only really can can gauge from my personal experiences um so like yeah it is a dramatic increase of, of, of communication for me since since quarantine where like even just on my instagram like i get messages constantly you know throughout the day and it's, it, those weren't those weren't factors in my life prior to the popularity um so it has it's it is affecting me pretty heavily and it's not that I don't like talking to those people. It's just I feel required to. And, and there, I go through long periods um, that are I, – I, I can't control when and how long they last. But there are lots of times where I just 
don't want to talk to anybody unless I absolutely have to. And I feel like that. And I, and I, but I feel bad. Like I, I want, you know, it's like these people are reaching out to me and I want to be able to talk back to them and, and I enjoy it too. But at the same time, it's like, it is sometimes impossible for me and I need to figure out how to, how to manage that. I mean, I'm, I'm in a state of figuring out a lot of things. So I was, I, I discovered I was autistic this summer. Um, and I didn't, uh, it didn't really settle in until October. And uh, it was like that piece of information was just super, it, it, it almost took my entire life and, and, and made me look at it differently. And um, because of it, I, uh, I'm going through like what's called an autistic burnout where like I can't, like my executive function, uh, which is basically being able to process something and then do it, is is very minimal at the moment, and um, uh, I can't. I can only like I can skate. Uh, that's the one thing that's been saving me is being able to skate. And going to Blading Cup has 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 like helped bring me a little bit out of out of this burnout. Uh, like seeing the, so many people and talking to so many people and, and feeling so many people that are that are you know excited to see me and stuff was. It was definitely a boost, but I am still very much in this burnout of, like, I I've spent the entire week just stressing about doing this, and I'm on short-term disability from work because I can't do a whole lot currently. So, and 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 little simple things are 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 extremely hard tasks for me. I know I'm not doing the best at describing what I'm currently going through, but um, it's been a struggle, and and I've. I've I'm, and it, but I am hopeful that like if if I ever get through this, because sometimes, um, like this this is common for people in my situation, and sometimes people don't come out of it. So it is it is a concern for me because it really sucks, and um, doing simple things can be really really hard for me. And uh, I don't know. I I I did I did want to get that out that because I am in a moment where I am. It feels like I'm struggling. It's hard for me to explain because it's the thing called alexithymia, where like I don't really, I'm not terribly in tune with with my emotions. I'm very numb to many of them, and at the same time, I am over exasperated by other ones. Um, but uh, is this is this making sense? No, this 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 actually makes sense, and. I, I think you're going um, more into like a, a deeper understanding of what some of us can maybe relate to on our own. On our own, like um, I know, for example, you mentioned the Blading Cup. So at the Blading Cup, I was working at our booth, and there's a lot of interacting there. And there are other environments where I go to, like maybe a, a concert or show, music, and there's like no interactions, and I feel like a, a, a sense of relief of just like I just have to stand there and I could just be entertained. And it's awesome. And I don't have to, uh, you know, like uh, chat because it can be exhausting. So, so I think that's something that we can all relate to. Um, mm -hmm. What you're describing about the um, like your own personal thing, I, I think is something different, but also is relatable through that. And I think you're doing a good job uh, describing it as well, even though it, it's difficult. Okay, well, thank you. And it is it's certainly difficult. Um it seems like you're doing but, a good job with everything. Though. Yeah, I, I hope. I just I hope that you you can you can figure that out, work through that and get to a place where you're you're feeling uh, better in that way. 
Oh yeah, and I think I mean things have already in, in improved for me tremendously since then. Um, at, at the cost of other things like my house and my marriage and stuff, but um, um, I feel much better, and I, I feel very hopeful that that I'm going to be able to sort a lot of things out that I could never make sense of before. Um, and it's it's seeming like that. So it's just the transition period is 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 not a, not an easy one. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I know that, uh, you know, everyone has their own struggles and as autistic people can, can definitely have their own, uh, struggles as well. Um, for, for a while I worked with, uh, in my early twenties, I worked with autistic children from one and a half to three and a half years old. And, and there are some things, but I also find a lot of the autistic people who I've known who are able to cope with it tend to have some superpowers. Uh, they tend to be like really, uh, smart or highly focused individuals that, um, that some something really special can come out of, and I think that we we see that in in, in your and uh, what you bring forward. So I'm sorry that you're having those struggles um, and wishing the best for you. But I think I think some cool things can can come out of it as well. Uh, not be an ignorant thing to say, but it's just oh, what yeah. I see. Oh, I mean, I, I I love my autism sometimes, like especially with skating, it's amazing. But uh, you know, right. day to day struggles are. are or I guess a cost of, of the witch Macaulay, but but being able to understand it is, is seeming like it's it's been, um, it's you know, just the awareness of it has been has been really incredible, honestly, and and getting being able to get support, um, and actual you know um, very very direct you know directed support instead of you know open ended like I don't know what's actually going on here, so the clarity is, is very nice for sure. Well, um. Th- I, th- I appreciate your transparency on a lot of these issues because I'm sure many yeah, people who are too. listening to this are going to be able to relate. Um, so don't be surprised if uh, someone slides up in your DMs and says, hey, man, I can really relate to what you're saying because uh, there's a lot I, of support in the chat, too. So I'm sure. Yeah, you know. it's cool being that you're being so transparent with these kind of things. Um, so th- I appreciate that. Um, in a bit, we're going to bring open it up. Not quite yet. We have some more things we're going to ask you about while we have you. But in a bit, we're going to open it up to some of our Patreon uh, subscribers and some of the people in the live chat for questions. But before we do, um, I, I want to talk to you about the Epic Grind Shoes. How did we... Obviously, you're testing all kinds of different areas and aspects, but how did this relationship develop? Um, I mean, I... I I love I love my soaps like the soaps, soaps are the reason that I'm able to do rails because I had soaps in school and like it was a lot more comfortable for me to jump onto rail and and shoes because uh, I wore the shoes all the time and I knew what they felt like so, um, I learned how to, I learned how to a lot do a lot of skating by wearing soaps and then them coming back was just you know I was super excited about it because they're really convenient and um like just like wearing the shoes like if I'm out like getting something to eat or something like that or shopping or something like that. I see something like it looks a little silly for a grown man to be sliding on like a ledge, I guess in public, but it's, I mean, how different is that from rollerblading? Um, so I can get my fix in, you know? Yeah. I can get, I can get my fix in, uh, but also it's been really useful for, um, for like, you know, coming up to a spot and not having to put my skates on. I can just put my soaps on and see how it slides or what have you and get a, you know, get a decent idea of it that way. Um, so yeah, I was super juiced to get soaps and I got them and like, I, you know, it took a while to get you know the shipping, but I was just planning and planning what to do when I got it and I got it and I put a video out and Ollie sent me a message. He was like, yeah, dude, can you 
tag us in that and then you know just started talking and then he's like oh yeah we'll give you an affiliate link and they did send me a pair of shoes too and it just was that you did the first uh stair ride on soap shoes that i've ever seen right <laughs> we showed that on the I, last last uh, episode i thought everybody did that honestly maybe like, not on purpose that, you did it on purpose well, that, well that's not, yeah that's like because I, I would wear into school and like i would just that's how i would get downstairs i wouldn't even have to yeah, <laughs> you just slide just, like that right, i'm just slide down yeah i was just slide down the stairs like that I, 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 I figured everybody did that but i guess i, I guess apparently not Dude, soap <laughs> shoes at school back in the day was like the biggest spectacle ever. I remember. Oh, well, it was. I used to soap like this in my high school. There was like a 15 stair rail, like in between going from floor to floor. And I used to hit that on my soap shoes in between classes. And I would have like huge crowds of people and like the deans and teachers oh, wow. were like, what's going on? What's going on? And it would just be me sliding down the rail and shit. So. Oh, no. I always try to snuck it in so when the teachers weren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. It would be a spectacle, though. That my, my friends would be like, grind that rail, grind that rail, grind that rail when we're going by one. So. Yeah, I do understand that. I, I like how um, I mean, I don't know if this is good or bad, but like you still call them soaps, and like this whole conversation is like that name is just embedded in that. Oh yeah, it's it's like rollerblades. That like, vision, not, yeah, I guess they're so, not same all thing. rollerblades. So, but that's just how we how I've come to know known them as. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Um, th 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 this is uh, not a question, but it's 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 more of a just just a thought. Someone in the chat has mentioned. Uh, that maybe part of your content creation could be doing tutorial videos. And I think that's a good idea based on how you're able to articulate some things as well as matched like with your high level of skating. I think it, you, you could probably get some good ideas across the screen. So just gonna, just gonna put that on the table. You could take it or leave it, yeah. do what you oh, want. No, no, I, I agree to a certain extent. I actually have been really getting into um, to coaching sort of. Um, I did that like on my last live stream and I really enjoyed it and, and I found a decent approach uh, where hopefully I don't hurt too many feelings or anything like that and, and can be um, education informative about it and I've been and I've been taking the approach of giving my input as if I were helping them film an Instagram clip so I, and it's what I normally do anyways with my buddies. It's like, oh, you know, you could do it this way or, you know, tweak it a little bit this way or, you know, let's get it the let's get an angle from this way because you're doing this. So I think there's a lot of opportunities with that. And that's something I would really like to do. And that way, you know, that's a way I can help other other skaters as well. Um, so yeah, it's your Patreon. Adventure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I could do it through Patreon. But the tutorials I'm, I'm a little uh, concerned about because obviously my body is, is different than than most others so i i run into the problem of like oh yeah people can't really do things like that so <laughs> just like yeah does, all you gotta do is bend like it, this and people are like what it does My make it harder do to that. make a, a general tutorial but for for specific instances i'm, I'm much i'm much more adept at uh, uh sharing information it would be funny to see like a, a like a, a mockery tutorial video where you're like oh i'm gonna show you how to do like this trick and everyone's like what are you talking I, about and like do it do it then you just do tutorial this on i did a tutorial on how to do a pud slide pud slide set slide oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's obviously that was a that was a joke not for some people not for some people well, I mean, maybe some people took it seriously yeah, also i'm going casually. to i would also like to plant this seed um based on like a lot of your their footage comes from it's in, in your basement, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I, it just makes perfect sense to do a collab. We need to see the basement and tree tree collab. We just oh man, that that, that, that you know what idea. I mean? Just the you're there, it came from the basement. A lot of your stuff came from the basement, basement collab, Kelso. Let's see it happen. It makes no, 
It makes the most sense. I don't see anywhere what makes more sense than this. Yeah, slider bar edit with you. Oh man, they did some amazing things in, in the Kelso basement. Good lord. Damn, they should yeah. do they did it with Cheshire, they gotta do it with you. Kelso slider bar, revamp it and have tree in it. That would be some shit. Have them visit your basement. Have Ooh, them come oh from, from Philly to your basement. You go to their basement. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it could be a basement I'm, basement swaps. There we go. Basement I'm saying, all around. I feel like this is a good idea. I could be wrong, uh, but I, uh, I, I think I'm, it's good. I'm, I'm on board. That's a good <laughs> idea. Sean Khan, you should be listening right now because this sounds like an amazing <laughs> idea. Amazing <laughs> idea. Uh, I wanted to try something a little different and fun with you because if anybody who watches the show knows that you're often supporter in the chat and you have very unique questions for our guests a lot of the times oftentimes okay. don't have anything to do with skating or whatever but even like our patreon you have very interesting questions so i wanted to kind of flip it on you and i wanted to come up with somewhat interesting and different questions for you would you be down with uh digging in I'm, a little bit i'm i'm into it i might not be able to answer them but i'm down. okay i have i have three here for you so this is my first question for you if you had a skater themed sandwich shop what would your flagship sandwich be and which skater would it be named after? Oh man. Um, like I feel like this is something that I would like to put more thought into, but my instinct is telling me, um, uh, something Philly cheesesteaks and, and maybe, maybe have the, maybe be a Kelso themed cheesesteak. Hmm. I didn't think about that. That's a Kelso. I don't, I don't, I, I can't just, well, I don't need out like that the bad, but, um, yeah, it would be a, a cheesesteak. Kelso, Kelso cheesesteak, Kelso signature cheesesteak. Maybe, maybe however they prefer their their cheesesteaks. <laughs> that's really good. I wouldn't have thought about that's that. Smart. That's a good one. Um, regional. I like going with the regional. That's that's. I like that idea. It's it makes good. sense. It makes sense. Uh, my second question to you is: If you could have any corporate brand come into our sport to make a product of any type, who would it be, and what product would they make? Oh, oh. Um, um. This I have sort of an answer for. I want. I would like liners made out of the footprint insole material. Um, so it would just be an, an entire footprint insole enveloping my, my foot. So <laughs> that is a product that I would love to, to see come into fruition. Oh, that's a good idea. I would have never <gasps> thought of that. I would have never thought of that. Um, I got to try those footprint insoles. I've heard, I've heard good things about them from a lot of people. I would highly recommend. Just give them a shot. Or just test the buddies out and just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah maybe I got to do something like that. Do you have like the super thick ones? I know they come in different thicknesses. I have. I've been wearing the same set since 2014, and I believe they are like six, seven, eight-ish millimeters. That's tall. Flats. That's big. Yeah, they, add, they pretty much add a size to my skate, which I don't mind, but it is something to, uh, to, keep, to keep in mind. So footprint liners, if you're listening, footprint. Trini's a Dr. pro liner. Scholes. We need a Dr. Scholes. need a liner made out of that material. Okay, my last question for you, a little more serious. If you could have added one other skater to have a section in Brain Fair gone, who would it have been? These oh. are good questions. Wow, I like these questions. Really question. So from that era or this era currently? I was thinking that too when I was making the question up. I feel like of the era would make more sense. Do oh, both. Uh, yeah, do both. One on one. If you, that's, if you, that's fun. okay. Oh, if, if I could have my dream, it'd probably be Walt Austin for that for the for that era. That's and the right answer. Dream. That's, a that's objectively yeah. correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. You won. That's, that's, that's right. <laughs> get the points. Um, and then, and then for today, I, I would love to see Michael Briggs in, in a serious in a serious movie. Whether you know whether he was serious or not, I just think it would be 
it would add good flavor to it for sure. I just want to see my, more Michael Briggs. I'm a huge fan of his as well. He's 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 another like goat that's in uh, in the shadows, like like a hidden goat, like you know. But he's uh, yeah. his approach is really, I really like his approach to skating. Yeah, I mean, uh, you should. <laughs> You should try to do one of his tricks, and, and you'll realize how how good at skating he is. It's just like, wow, I I can't do that. No, I, I like I I actually like even just like the toe rolling aspects, which I can't even do on my own regularly. Like he's like doing it down transition and up transition. Like he literally will toe roll down a quarter pipe flat and then up a quarter pipe to a grind. It's just like the, the um yeah, some of the control of yeah. of some of those tricks is it's really far out. And then I'll then I'll do a switch afterwards. Crazy. That's the icing on the cake. This brings me to another question I wanted to ask you, not related to the, these weird questions I had, but you just put out a forty Mizu trick variations, whatever 40, video. Forty-two, if you want to get technical. Oh, 42, 42. <laughs> so, I when I was watching it, I'm like, how could you do? I can't even think of forty different Mizu variations, and you do them all rough, tough, topside negative, all this shit. And I'm like, is there any trick that you can't do? Oh, is there, there anything? Are what there what? are there are lots be. like i i'm actually not great at regular tricks and i'm actually not great at like starting backwards into a trick like if you notice like i fakey usually tricks? go forward yeah fakey tricks mm. so like yeah there's a lot of regular tricks and in and, and unity tricks i don't do very often um there's a lot but me and me and ben just played a game of skate and uh, my weaknesses were, were shown there um and that's the thing too like i would i would actually love to play more games of skate just people don't normally want to skate play games of skate with me uh for one reason or another <laughs> I, i'm uh, un, uh, unknown to me but i i do i do also want to start playing more games of skate because it, it's a good way to learn learn things that i wouldn't normally do and, and, and vice versa i feel like so i'm very curious to see that I'm, game not, of skate I'm not with ben. i'm not really great at skate if i'm playing i guess ruthlessly like i could probably win but i feel like skate is, is a game of skate to me is not not about winning it's more of more of learning new possibilities yeah Damn. yeah that, that that's that's uh like a lot of the in like in new york growing up skating we played skate all the time always do you want to battle and the person who i played together the most with was mike johnson murda and wow. uh we just learned so much from each other because you know you just don't want a letter or you're forced to try yeah. something that's kind of out of your comfort zone um that being said i would love to see a game of skate versus you and briggs that would be the most intense game oh, wow. of skate ever that would be like for creative value aspect that'd be really something it would um, be um, me and jimmy me and jimmy says have been talking about, about doing, oh my god uh, game of skate for a long time <laughs> that'll be that's, another that's one been, yeah that's been a highly highly requested game of skate oh that would break the skating internet if that happened i think mm. that would be super entertaining and billy that reminded me when he said when she was like um like people often want to play me because you're going to just destroy them probably but i reminded us skating playing skate with franco back in the day franco camayo and we used to be like franco used to do all like the rough tricks Mm -hmm. He used to do like all the tricks that rough were like fish brains rough and fish stuff brains, like that. Switch yeah. fish brain grabbed on ledges, and we're like, we don't yeah. want to play you, Franco. And I feel like yeah, that's how people feel like with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, uh, but um, you, uh, you know, I know you've tried those tricks, and 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 when you actually get around to trying them, like they are not as intimidating as as they would seem if you just do it, and especially if you, you know you're forced to. Um, mm -hmm. Like like our thing with Ben, like I made him do like a, like a you know a couple of rough and tough grinds and. He actually did them, and it's like, oh, and he's there. he's actually kind of incorporated them into some of his more recent tricks. So it, it can, I'm, you know, I feel like, you know, I guess getting over fear sometimes and having to do something is is a good way to learn. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a, this idea for like a, a Channel 11 to do like the rules of skate because so many people have so many different rules. Like no oh, matter where you go, there's different rules. But like, like you said, one of the beauties of playing skate is that you could learn so many tricks. But I used to play, uh, it depends who I'm playing with, but if you don't, like you have to try the trick, right? And if you don't try the trick, you get two letters because you just bitched out and didn't try it, you know? But like, mm, that's okay. the beauty of it because it makes you, it pushes yourself to try I like, that trick. I like that, I like that rule. Yeah, most people don't yeah, like playing push, that rule. <laughs> it, <laughs> but, it, it, is, it is pretty ruthless too because like, you know, you want to do it, if you, you, you want to do a trick that like, you know, you know the other person isn't gonna, gonna want to try. Yeah. Uh, but then th- th- that does lead itself to like a moment of glory where like, oh, you know what? I don't want the two letters, so I'm actually going to give this a try. So exactly, <laughs> if they get it, it's like, man, it's going to be, you know, you're going to be juiced about that. So that's, yeah. that's the beauty of skate, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, oh, and, and I, to, to bring something up totally, totally off topic, the, uh, the, the Dream Skate video that you put up recently, Austin, <laughs> was amazing. Thank and, you. Um, and I think if I get into... If I get back into making cardboard skates, I think that's the first skate I want. Wait, <laughs> hey, you want to make that an actual skate somewhat? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to make that. Oh like, man, as, if if you make as, that as an actual true skate. to those, it's true to that sketch as I can. <laughs> Yo, that would be incredible. I'm actually yeah. we were talking about before. I want to like have like a better setup for when we do these podcasts and shit. So I have like a wall with stuff behind me. I'm actually gonna have that picture of that skate on my wall when I oh, when I beautiful. set that up for the podcast. Get it, nice and, get it framed up. Yeah, definitely. Love it. <laughs> Um, I think uh, maybe we could go to some questions uh, yeah. from our audience for now. Yeah, Do we have any sound... Patreon questions lined up? Of course we have Patreon questions. They heard Tree was coming on. <laughs> um, so we're going to get into the Patreon questions. We're going to get into our Super Chat questions. And then if we have time for whatever's left in the, the live stream going on right now, uh, we're going to jump into, let's see, our first Patreon question we kind of touched on this, but if you have anything else to add to it, true, you can. Art Garza says, what got him into skating and what type of rubber does he put in his knees and ankles? Does he do any special types of exercises? Yeah, I think we pretty much covered that. Yeah, we covered and, that. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't know if and you had I, anything I else even kind of like, I pre-screened these, the Patreon question. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, was, yeah, I felt kind of bad because I, 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 as, I was, as I was saying those things, I was like, oh, that was Art's question. But shout out to Art. Art is, Art is a, you know, Chicago friend but he lives in he lives in california like now. LA, he san diego i think yeah san diego yeah um but art art's a good guy so thank you for the question okay so since you pre-screened already you already know what it is second question from ricardo lino was the first pud slide test slide he did a mistake or did you really go for it oh <laughs> uh, yeah and uh, i'm gonna do a shout out for for mr lino too because he does he does so much for for our sport so yeah so huge huge appreciation to to mr lino um but the pud slide the putt slide was was fully intentional. Um, there was a start box at the um, at the, the aggressive skate, the skate park, uh, and I would I would do far test slides down that thing all day long. And then um, Battle My Crew three came out, I believe, um, with the dude I can't remember his name. I'm not even gonna try to. Who did the the big giant uh, putt slide test slide? Do you was that that like landing that, pa- that set slide pad? Thing? Yeah, the big set slide pad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just saw that, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that. And it wasn't actually, it, it didn't take me that long to learn because it's, it's basically the way I do a far set slide, but with my foot lifted up. So I, 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 I went for it right after I saw that video. Damn, so you did it on a down ledge for the first time? Uh, it, was a, it was a start box, so like, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't start box. But it was down. Park. Yeah, it was down. That's even uh, crazier because you're bent even further back. 
I guess so, but the gravity made it easier somehow, I guess. I, <laughs> yeah, you got to make some tutorials. It, 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 it happened. It, it happened. <laughs> it happened. It did happen. Uh, last question from our Patreon from Jeff Metz, who says, favorite Chicago skate memory? Jeff Metz. He's also another huge supporter of, of the blading community. And um, I, I have a lot of great Chicago memories, but uh, my favorite would be it's the one event that I actually ran, uh, I hosted. It was a Windy City Riot fundraiser, and it was a, a three versus three game of Blade. Um, you might have seen the edit of that, um, but it was a, it was a really interesting concept that I came up where like, um, essentially there's teams of three, so there's there's definitely a strategy a, a mom, um, element of the game of Blade, and uh, you would get two miss. You know, you'd get if people. If, you get two misses on a set trick and then you'd be knocked out until there was nobody left and that the other team would win. Um, so you had to be strategic of like who you sent out to, to match a trick. And the one rule was, or there's two rules. You, you could, you couldn't, um, the same person couldn't go twice in a row unless they were the last person left. And they, each team only had 60 seconds to, you know, decide what trick and who, what skater was going to go out or, you know, who was going to match the trick. Um, and it went, um, seemingly without a hitch, you know, it was, it was, it's hard getting rollerbladers organized. And I think we had like five teams, something like that, um, that entered and it went by fine. And, and, you know, it's cool to see the community, you know, come together on an idea I had and, and make it happen. I filmed it and I spent a lot of time making the edit. And I, I had my friends help me do some announcements for it. And was that the video game one? Day, the, the video, video game, game one, yeah. That's one of the that, best. That's one of my favorite edits ever. I've ever made, and hopefully, hopefully, I can make another one someday, or at least another event, um, and make a video like that. And or if not, like I would like to see more, more kind of events like that that are that are not necessarily just about skaters, and that takes a little bit of, I guess, brain power as well. Um, and I think they could be entertaining, so I would like to see more stuff like that. By the way, where can people see that video? I got to link that in the description or something like that because that video is incredible. People should definitely watch that. Is uh, that easiest would be on the YouTube, yeah. It's on mine. What, what would they look up? On your YouTube? Uh, uh, it's called 3 vs. 3 Blade Battle. Uh, type in tree. That's, that's all you need, really. Or Wally Fighter. Probably Wally Fighter would work, too. Okay, so look that up because that is incredible. The way you edited that, like a video game. And it was quick too. It wasn't like you, you picture like a game of skate takes like a half hour sometimes. Right. It was quick. It was like a couple minutes, like boom, boom, boom. So entertaining to watch. You killed that one. Oh, Good answer. You. Good answer. Uh, we're going to move to the super chat questions now. Uh, as we do every episode, we split our super chats with our guest. We have a ton of super chats in here. We're going to highlight some of the questions now. First one from the homie Yandriel, Yandriel Severio, who says, Tree is the yeah, goat. Me. Uh, what skate companies are you most interested in collaborating with or skating for? Oh, um, that's a good question, man. Um, and also, shout out to Andy. Andy is my buddy, and he's been helping me a lot in these past few moments. Um, but um, and he's just an amazing person. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I have, I've, oh, obviously, I've, I've, I've had some some communication with Power Slide, and 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 in my thinking about sponsorship, like if I were to actually pick a company, I think, you know, power slide would be the company because they have so many, they have such a variety of, of skate options, um, that I would, you know, love to try out. Um, 
and then as far as other companies, like I, I would easily take a sponsorship from like a wheel company or, or you know, bearings, uh, um, like a hardware company, since those are kind of universal things. And I, I don't really put too much um, emphasis into those things. Um, I've been working with some 3D printed um, individuals on some things. I've had some people reach out to me about like clothing and stuff, but no, no, nothing has come to fruition with any of that. And, um, but I'm, I'm open. I'm open to a lot of things. I, I just really don't know where to go most of the time. So I, I need, I guess I need some direction and, and, and uh, I guess opportunities to say, oh, this, this is for me or, you know, this is not for me. So I, I say, I guess don't be scared of me because I'm scared of you. So you can, you can hit me up. I just, I just am probably not going to hit you up. <laughs> a, a wheel sponsor and bearing sponsor are probably the best sponsors you could have to have fresh wheels and bearings all the time. That is like the I mean, goal right there. I, I skate thrift store wheels and bearings most of the time. So <laughs> right. it's not a, yeah. not a big factor for me. I guess so. Uh, great question though from Yandy. Yeah, good question. Next super chat question from Older Bleeding who asks, uh, how did you do your edits back in the day? You were doing things with graphics before we could go on YouTube and learn how to do it. Looking forward to more tree in 2023. Oh uh, yeah, just like um, just like skating, I, I I taught myself and figured out I figured out a goal in mind, and and I took whatever software or you know tools I had available available to me, and and made it work best I could. Everybody's a self learner these days. That's I I used to do the same thing too. I used to go on uh before YouTube and stuff. I was just googling how to use. Uh, like Final Cut, Photoshop, all that stuff, and I would just sit there for hours all day on my computer. Uh, oh, next, I was I was essentially YouTube for a lot of people. <laughs> I, I yeah, did just like two two o'clock in the morning phone calls. I was like, man, I need help doing this. I I, I just can't figure it out. I'm like, right, you were well, the guy. All right, you know, this you do this, and then you do this, and then you got. To... You were the guy. Uh, next yeah. super chat question from Joe Smith, who says, "Love and miss you, buddy. Have you been practicing those TTPs?" Oh man, Joe Smith, he's he's. He's uh he's the homie. He's he's one of the he's one of if not the biggest people I have most like long time skating and hanging out with. Um so big shout out to my buddy Joe Smith back in Chicago. Uh TTPs, I am I am uh I've not been keeping up. <laughs> I, I love there that's another one of those tricks like I can do them but they're not not to any consistency and and uh, and it's not a trick that, that necessarily speaks to me. It does feel good when you get one, you know, when you get one in there well. But I, I'm actually more of a, of a true kind guy, and and that's okay because apparently people think true kind guys are more impressive. So, well, it <laughs> is <nice>. first of all. <laughs> but yeah, the the TTP feels amazing, Billy. You should do a inside out with the TTP because you got one of the best. Be cool. I feel. Okay, we'll do watch. it today. We'll do it today. Okay, nice. <laughs> boom, done. Next super chat question coming in from that one guy who says, uh, "Oh no, wait, that's the wrong one." Well, he says, "I need tutorial videos from this beautiful man." But he also says, uh, "What's your favorite maneuver to do?" Favorite maneuver? Um, far that slide. Like if if I could only if I had to pick from one maneuver that I could only do for the rest of my life, it would probably be far that slide. Do a tutorial video on that, please, because I don't understand I have, that I have at all. A, oh, do you? I have done a tutorial on, on Farfetch side. That's one of the few tutorials that I did. I got to look that up. I don't understand how people do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to look all. that up, too. 
I can never do. I just I just get it and just flip forward, just flop over. <laughs> or I get wheeled well, by and I, I start drifting the other direction. The thing is, like, it takes it's a lot more bendier to do, you know, to get into the far test side position. But for me, it's a lot easier to hold because, like, with how fast, um, you know, soul plates and frames are these days, it's uh, for me, it's much harder to, to, to maintain a, a Royale set slide. Uh, so that's why I switched to doing far test slides because I can. I can balance it better, and, and as long as I, 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 as you notice, like I usually lean back more when I do a far test slide, so I'm not gonna, you know, fall forward, and like I could lean back really far before like I reach a tipping point. But that's just me. I don't know. I don't know if that'll work for other people. Mm -hmm. I would recommend learning far test slides if you can. It's it's a, it's a good trick. I'm gonna watch your tutorial and try to get on that. I gotta learn those. Next super chat question from Xander Williams, who says, "Last meal on Earth." Oh, Xander, my buddy. That's a good question. I, it depends <clears> on the, my mood. I mean, I'm kind of going with the uh, the cliche of of lobster. If that's the <laughs> answer. Answer. Answer for you know. That's the question. Is that um, a cliche? Is that what people usually is that do? A cliche? Like I think, like you know, people for people's last meal, I think is usually the uh, a steak or something. You know, you get a steak and lobster <laughs> dinner or something like that. You know, before they get executed or whatever. But, um, surf and surf. Um. So yeah, I think that's. That's a cliche answer, but that's what's, that's where my mind is going currently. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. And as for now, the last, oh, my cat's saying hi. The last super chat question from Carla Martin, who says, uh, would you like to skate today? I think Rory and I are going to Fargo after work. Okay. Oh, I, man, I didn't read the actual fine. question. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. What's up, Colin? I would, I would love to, but unfortunately, I would, it would take me about six hours to get there. <laughs> <laughs> he donated five dollars to ask you if you're gonna skate today. Oh man, that would that would that probably would have covered the session too. <laughs> but I love you, love you, Colin. Colin it, it was it it was definitely an amazing experience being able to to skate with Colin on a on a somewhat regular basis. I learned a, I learned a lot of things from from skating with him. I bet we gotta have Colin on the show too. Colin, if you're still you should, in yeah, the chat, we do. Open up your schedule for us, please. We'll get in touch. Yeah, uh, that's Colin this, is. That's over the Colin super is, questions for now. But, no, go ahead. No, Colin. Uh, we were talking about him on like the last episode. Just like he he peaked very late in his skating, and I would just love everything he does. I don't think he's done a trick I haven't loved in years. Everything I see of him, I just love it, and uh, I just love his approach and everything. So huge shout out, Colin. Please come on our podcast. It'd be great to talk to you. Um, Billy, well, you have some regular questions in there, or? Want to do a couple? I, I I I got a couple, but I think I think I think we could. You know what? I, they're like silly questions. I'll ask one, and then we'll leave it. Okay. Um, a couple of people want to know if there's a coupon code for your for your knees, which is obviously <laughs> a very playful question for trees. Um, knees. For I, I really wish I could share my knees with other people. It would be it's it, it, they they they're pretty amazing. Um, I, I really <laughs> wish I could I could share the feeling of having them with uh, with other people. <laughs> <laughs> it seems fun, I gotta say. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, Tree, I just want to say thanks for coming on the show. It's been like a long time, a couple years now. We've been talking about having you on. Um, to, I, I think from what you said, since like your rise in popularity during the COVID times and seeing all these like fun videos you were making in the basement, um, I hope that. Uh, the basement, this basement collab actually comes to fruition. I would love to see guys. I'll, I'll chip in on the ticket. Let's get to each other's basements and get this going. That'll be so cool to see. But um, before I let you go, um, 
right, well, I just wanted to say thank you. But before I let you go, um, do you have any shout outs or last words or uh, words of wisdom to bestow upon the community? Um, I do. I, um, let me try to organize my thoughts here real quickly. But um, I want to give out shout outs to pretty much everybody who skates. Like I, I have a certain um, appreciation for every single person that I've ever met who skates and I can I can say with with confidence that there's not a single bad person who rollerblades that I, I've met and everybody every single person I've ever interacted with has a has a good heart and um it's it's it feels like that's a rare thing to come by and and I think that um it's just something I really appreciate and that I would you know, if you don't skate or for some reason and <laughs> you're listening to this podcast, like I would highly recommend joining, you know, just seeing what the skating community is like because I've I've not been able to find one like it. And it has been it's just been crucial for my life. So it's it's really awesome and I, I'm glad it exists and I'm glad people are still skating. Hell yeah, I, you didn't shout out Snuggie. I thought you were gonna shout out Snuggie. Oh, shout out Snuggies. These are really comfortable. I was getting a little hot. I'm getting a little sweaty under this thing. <laughs> there was a point in the there was a point in the podcast where like I think Michael Fromling in the chat was like, is he wearing a Snuggie? And then somebody else mentioned something about a Snuggie or something else. And I cut to you and you're like fully tucked in, like knees in there, like balled up. And I was like trying so hard not to not to laugh. Um really, really fast. I, I know we're we're trying to end it right now. I have one question here that I overlooked it. You can answer it fast if you if it is an answer to it at all. But I'm curious, are there any ideas that you tried that you have that haven't worked out? Like anything so ridiculous that you're like, I have to try this and it doesn't work out at all? You know, or is nothing, everything making the cut on you? Nothing's coming to mind, surprisingly. Okay. I've given up on some things just because like I felt like I was going to get hurt or I just lost interest. But um, as long as those two were not factors, I, I feel like I've done everything that I've set out to as far as I can tell. Very ambitious and successful. Good to know. Good to Apparently. Know. <laughs> well, Tree, you're the man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for everything. The, the PowerPoint presentation opening up about you know this year and everything. People in the chat loved it. Thank you all. Please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already blank thank you so much for sponsoring this video check out the blank 2023 team skate available worldwide now and we will see you all on the next one Peace thank you everybody. so much for having me on you guys are doing you guys are doing amazing work thank you tree we'll see you soon thank you tree later take okay. care Bye.